Hello and welcome to the First and Ten CarCast. I'm your host, Patrick Feltz, here on the streets of Indianapolis, Indiana, as we leave day one of Big Ten Media Days. That's right, folks. Uh, I am driving home to my house here in Indianapolis, uh, away from, well, where we just got dinner, here on the east side of Indianapolis at an iconic restaurant called The Steer Inn, uh, Diners, Drivers, and Dives. If you've watched that show, it was on it. Uh, Reed is holding my computer. I am. And there's no dangerous driving yeah, no, or going dangerous. On. I'm just talking to Reed. I do that anyway. I do that all the time, in fact. If you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you understand that. Uh, but joining me here in the passenger seat is Reed Murray. Reed, what's going on? Uh, Patrick, I'm looking out my window and seeing Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Beautiful uh, east side of Indianapolis, uh, where my family comes from. Uh, a wonderful, wonderful part of the world. Uh, it's the brutal land of the world, really, if you... People say that's Memphis, Tennessee, the most brutal land in the world. I think it's the east side of Indianapolis. We, we went to the Steer Inn. Uh, Reed had a tenderloin for the first time. I'm sure our many Hoosier listeners, uh, of course, are familiar with what the tenderloin is. To those of you who aren't from the state of Indiana, also plenty of you, uh, there is a police siren. <laughs> that's what you get here on the car cast. This is a real artistic, avant-garde podcasting method. I mean, we really, truly get... Yeah, it's real. We keep it real in the first and ten. Uh, so we had a tenderloin, uh, and if you're not from Indiana, that is a flattened out, deep fried piece of pork on a sandwich. Uh, it takes up more than the bun. It goes well beyond the bun, and it's great. It, it's a, an iconic Hoosier food, and uh, Steer Inn has one of the best ones in the world. So. I will say it was pretty good. I was a big fan. We had um, one of those uh, cheese and bacon fries. Yeah, I just had a, a starter. We were so hungry. Didn't they had really a pretty, they had a pretty solid. Their fry game was good. Uh, they had good crinkle fries. Yeah. Good, good ambiance, good atmosphere. Yeah, you know, and nice, classic, nice and crispy. It's a classic hungry. diner. Yeah, I, I've been going there my whole life. You know, it's. I mean, food was out to us in like what five minutes or right. something. It was, it was, it was great uh, in that sense. And the food is pretty, pretty. It was very good, good tasting yeah. as well. So you can't go wrong uh, with Steer Inn. Yeah. Big, big shout out to the Steer Inn. One of my favorite places in the world. So uh, yeah, shout out to Steer Inn. Shout out to East Indy. All that. So. And shout out to the Big Ten for. Having right. media days in Lucas Oil Stadium. I mean, you look at some yeah. of the old, you look at some of their media days and where the Big Ten used to do it, you know, just a the hotel, hotel in Chicago, or, you know, yeah. convention center or whatever. We get to go on the field of Lucas Oil Stadium. This is the field where so many amazing Colts moments in Patrick's childhood took place, right. or some great memories, some of which I saw on TV, some in real life of Ohio State Big Ten championships, or just. Big Ten championships in general. It whether gives me chills walking out of that field, man. I mean, yeah, that's, just that's thinking of the various places. You know, we're in that right. end zone. We're thinking this is where the Mickey Mouse fumble that gave Michigan State a fraudulent Big Ten title took place. <laughs> we Iowa, did a podcast yeah. about that two years ago. This is where Carson Wentz threw the ball with his left hand to the Tennessee Titans. Yes. <laughs> Tighten up. But, uh, uh, no, Colts are better, but uh, we don't have Carson Wentz anymore. Not last so. year or the year before that. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. About two, <laughs> two yeah, years ago. Yeah, before we were better. It was tied and no, tiebreaker because we, we lost to Jacksonville. Whatever. If I recall, one team won the division okay. and another team didn't. Okay. Regardless, that's not the point of this podcast. Okay. Uh, we went to media <laughs> day, day one today. We got day two tomorrow. Um, it was pretty sweet. We had um, you know, we took many first and ten photos, some you'll see on our Instagram yeah, soon. We, we had our flag there. in the stadium, in the stadium where... Our the, the photo used in our logo was taking place. Well, there's three photos taken in our logo. One of them, two of them were actually taking place in that. Two of them were taken in that building. Another was um, on the campus of the Ohio State University. Classic. But the background shot that we've been using uh, in this current logo and the logo we mm. had before, mm. um, that it was the the, the shot uh, a photo 
of the scene was in the real life scene, if that makes any sense. That's pretty cool. We got our flag pictures. We it's got, flagception, basically. It was flagception. It's flagception, exactly. You know, we got we yeah. were talking about doing the car cast and the morning never did it on the way home. This is just this is terrific. Um, <laughs> but you it was know, a fun day. Yeah, a lot of a lot of content going on. We uh you know, I did a little story takeover on the student media poll That's Instagram right. story. Go check that out. Yeah. Um, we if also, you're still within the time period, because those, those go away. It's a story. We also got to meet a college football hero to some, mm-hmm. um, to others, um, a Fox college football was, uh, color, met Joel Klatt. color commentator. Yeah, Joel Klatt. Big noon kickoff. Yeah, he's just sitting there. And I was... For a while, he went on the radio for a little bit. He was staring at, he was sitting at the table talking to a guy. I was eyeing him down for like an hour because I wanted to go up and talk to him, but I didn't want to be rude, right? Eventually, he's he's done talking to whoever. Patrick meets me at the perfect time. We go up together. and say, hey, look, we're, you know, we, we got this project called the Student Media Poll. Um, you know, we, we got to toot Patrick's horn a little bit. Um, yeah. So that was a pretty <laughs> cool highlight fun. of the day. That um, was, yeah. Shout out to Joel Clack. Good guy. Yeah. And I think you had probably some more highlights today than I did just because you yeah. know, you, in your, you, the school you cover was there. Right. Um, and there was just more going on with you. So I want to ask you, actually, I, and maybe this shouldn't be such a formal, you know, where this is really just meant to be captured. There is, our, uh, by the way, there's the Irish Mutt. That's an iconic uh, East Side bar. Ah. <laughs> but... Um, we're really giving you this from the streets, folks. This right. Is, We're, you this know, is real. This is meant to be more of just a, a, a raw, authentic conversation uh-huh. between two of us. But, you know, we are recording. We do want to, We don't want to bore the hell of these people uh-huh. five minutes into a show. So, you know, how about you talk a little bit about yeah. uh, the um, the cool things you saw today? What, what so, caught yeah. your eye? Okay. So, for me, uh, I obviously had a lot to do. Indiana was, of course, you know, going today. It was day one. So... Uh, the teams who went today, I think, were Nebraska, Minnesota, Indiana, Michigan, Iowa, Iowa, Maryland, Maryland, Northwestern, Northwestern. That's it. So one of those teams, of course, is Indiana. Uh, of course, something I have to talk a lot about. So, uh, yeah, Tom Allen goes in the morning, does his little fifteen-minute TV presser. Didn't really get much out of that. He said a couple things. He had one good quote that Reed found for me. Uh, we did what? I tried to find a, a build a whole story around. Yeah, the the linebackers. We didn't try to build a story. You did build. I a did whole build story. a story around it. That's true. Uh, what was the quote again? Something about you're only as strong as your linebackers. You're only as strong as your linebackers. I think that's like that. That sounds like a readism. That sounds like something a read would say. That's a, like, that's that's something yeah. I agree with, but not something I would have come up with on my own. Yeah, I do agree with it, and I think that's, I, I agree with it that's, too. That gives me a new way of looking at defense. I think that's a really smart way of viewing things. It, it really is the heart and soul of a defensive unit. So yeah. Uh, Heard that from Tom Allen, then, you know, go around to, to the tables. If you're not familiar with how Media Days works, essentially in the morning they do the big uh, press conferences where there's an Iowa Hawkeye fan in front of us. We got some Iowa stickers on their car. Again, we are doing this in a car, in a moving car. <laughs> I think they understand that. <laughs> At least I would hope so. But I can't just say, like, there's an Iowa fan in front of us and from the unders. You know, I have to. They'll get it. It's the car cast. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> they know it's the damn car cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but if you're not familiar with how media days works, uh, essentially in the morning, the coaches all get 15 minutes to give their opening statement and answer a couple questions on BTN. And, you know, that's whatever. Usually you don't get a ton out of that. But then what you do is you go to the podiums afterwards, which three players from every school, some schools brought four, and one coach, the head coach, if you wanted to guess. <laughs> Go sit at a table, and you can go up and ask them anything. 
it's really as simple as that. It's an awesome, awesome time. It, it was so cool. And uh, Indiana sent three players, A.J. Barner, tight end, uh, Tywan Mullen, the, the cornerback, and Cam Jones, the linebacker. So uh, I got to talk with all three of them. And then for my other job, where I work for Indy 11, if you're not familiar, the professional soccer team here in Indianapolis, uh, we... Uh, the, not we, the, the club on my behalf, I brought scarves for the IU players, and I'm bringing them for the Purdue players tomorrow uh, on, on behalf of the club, and I got a picture of those three IU guys holding up Indy 11 scarves, which is kind of neat. So That is pretty nice. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it was a good time, but I, I did get some good quotes. I wrote two stories. I wrote one about uh, Taiwan Mullen getting to do stuff with his brother. Yeah, I thought that was cool, and I wrote another about... About like you know, not getting to do stuff with his brother. What am I saying? He's on the team with his brother. He, he's taken his brother under his wing. He's mentored him. Uh, and my favorite quote Taiwan had to say was, "He's got 120 brothers on this team, right?" It's, it goes. I, the I did hear that. I was there yeah. for that. That's a great. Yeah, 120 big brothers. Um, that's what you love to hear. It's cool. From, yeah. You know. Yeah. Taiwan. Taiwan was a very nice guy. I, I was glad I got to to talk with him. Uh, so you know, yeah. another thing I liked hearing my, from Taiwan please, is, please. is somebody was asking him about uh, th- this reporter and it had apparently had seen him at various other uh, Indiana athletic uh, events or heard of him going to these. He was. And, I, yeah, and, I will say for a fact, I saw him sitting courtside at a women's basketball game. Last yeah, week. this reporter yeah. mentioned, uh, asked, him, asked Taiwan some kind yeah, of question. Yeah, he went to women's basketball about, game, soccer game. Yeah, he went to soccer, time. yeah. And I, I just love that. I mean, they, been, you don't always see that from uh, an athlete, especially oh, yeah. a football player, uh-huh. but... Yeah, an no. all-American football player, too. Right. First yeah. It's not like this guy's just some schmuck. This is like times one Tom of Allen the say, guys at IU. How many times did Tom Allen say, Tywin Mullen's a first-team All-American? Right. And and my best Tom Allen voice, you know? Uh, and uh, But, yeah, I mean, going out right, and supporting your school. He's an incredible player. Like, yeah, yeah, he's right. He's an incredible player, and he's an IU student, and, and he's he, going and supporting other IU students. Right, that's, no, just, that's great. You go, especially in, with the athletes, I know at IU, I think a lot of other schools, this is the case, too, the athletes have the, there's like the, Athletics Nutrition Center. It's in the yeah. Memorial Stadium. They eat lunch together, these people. They're in the weight rooms together. They live in the same apartment buildings. They know each other, right? They, they want to read each other on. He's just a guy cheering on his friends, and I think that's cool, right? They're, they're just like us. Right. Yeah, other story I wrote, though, uh, I ended up doing something about that quote. Yeah, linebackers are... Uh, you're only as strong as your linebackers. You're only as good as your linebackers, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah, the linebackers would tell the story of your team. So I wrote about the linebackers and about... Why Tom Allen likes these linebackers. Why Cam Jones likes these linebackers. Has some transfers. Freshman into Sam McCullough. And some other guys. And Aaron Casey. Uh, who, who's going to have a bigger role this year. Yeah, and uh, tomorrow I should be writing at least something. And I'm, I'm not going to make any promises as to when that comes out or anything. Because it's, you know, it's right. early in my journalism career at Ohio State. But, um, you know, at the very least... Um, you know, in addition to being here to help spread the word about the student media poll, it's probably my biggest duty out of all is to just, you know, connect with some of the journalists here, pass out our business cards, whatever. Right. Um, you know, I there are, you know, we're we're kind of discussing different stories I can write what my my role is going to be, uh, in my first year at Ohio State. So, um, hopefully there I'll, I'll be busy tomorrow, busier tomorrow than I was today. Um, with, with no Ohio State there today, and uh, I'm really excited uh, as to what tomorrow will hold and what generally right. in the future will we're on the, hold. We're on the move. This, yeah. is, this is awesome. It was a good time. And let's, let's talk about some other highlights though, Reed. Uh, what was the funniest thing you heard today? Funniest thing? Um, it's, this isn't super funny. I posted this on Twitter and on the student media poll Instagram. It was a clip of 
Pat Fitzgerald, um, he was, somebody asked him about recruiting and basically recruiting the modern age, NIL, things like that. He was saying, you know, recruiting is, you know, 365 days a year. Um, and he said, it's kind of pathetic that, you know, he said that you're, you're texting these recruits, you know, good morning, how's your day, good night, whatever. Um, and I thought that was funny. I, you know, I'm not going to try to deliver the line exactly like he did because that's not going to be that funny but I'm gonna do justice yeah yeah but you know I thought that was a funny little thing I, there weren't too many funny moments I guess maybe uh, sounds PJ, like you're dating a recruit right yeah. you know maybe, maybe <laughs> PJ Flex saying he had an 18 on the ACT which he said last year apparently um, you know that's kind of but it weren't too many funny moments for me it was kind of more just surreal today it was like wow I'm on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium pretty cool this is I mean when I was just walking through the concourse to watch a football game there it was kind of breathtaking now I'm on the field where like I said some of these moments have taken place so um. Yeah, it, for me, I was I was kind of more in awe than than trying to find. Um, I do think something good f- nuggets of information. Something funny. I, I I did see this today. Something I thought was hilarious. Uh, PJ Flagg's press conference. He mentioned uh, Tanner Morgan's coming back six year. He's been around forever, right? Um, he's married. He is bald. He's been bald. He's been bald, right. And yeah, we love him for it. I'm not going to... Yeah, I don't know. Bald's beautiful, baby. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's probably got a mortgage, right? Right. And, uh, and a couple kids. Nah. He, uh, so the, the word with Tanner Morgan, though, the, the reason I'm bringing this up. So Tanner Morgan, of course, has his undergraduate degree. He, he got that. He did a good job. That's wonderful. Uh, he has his graduate degree, too. He's been in college for a long time. So now he's just taking classes. Uh... And I don't think he's going after a degree, BJ Flex said. Like, he's just kind of vibing, going to class, staying eligible. And you know, playing, I love playing that. football. Because, first of all... Number one, it's hilarious. It's like, what, what is your play? What are we doing? <laughs> right, well, first of all, it's hilarious. But it's, I mean, yeah, hey, I respect it. Second of all, it. second of all, I mean, what a way to earn education. All of this is for free. He's, right. he's getting oh, two degrees yeah. oh, from no, a great I'm institution. Say- oh, no, and I'm not saying I'm you're not, Oh, here's what I'm not yeah. saying. I am not saying that, like... Oh, he's not going to school. He's got a freaking grad degree, man. He's got a master's. Right. Like, yeah, come but, on. But yeah, so I mean, right. Tanner Morgan. First of all, I mean, what a way to finesse an education out of, you know, this. The guy's got two. Some people degrees. don't take advantage of it, right? Right. Absolutely. And of course, and it's a unique situation. There's, you can say some people don't take advantage of it, but also some people don't get six years of NCAA eligibility. Some of that through COVID, some of that through injury, I believe, or at most, least redshirting or something. He was starting too. Yeah. yeah, but in any case, two graduate degrees, and honestly, the fact that he's kind of just taking classes—that's awesome. I'm envious of that because, you know, there's there's bound to be some interesting things taught at Minnesota. Oh, he'll probably just. So, do you think he just gets to go for fun and just learn stuff for twelve that's credit hours? Yeah, it's like, that's. That's objectively just cool. You don't have to right, worry about, like, prereqs and stuff. Right. Yeah, what's required. You're just like, eh, this seems interesting. Why not? Like, sure. that's awesome. Yeah. No, I respect that. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's probably cool. I don't know what he's taking, but... And, and yeah, in addition to... You get a chance to talk to him. I right. In, in addition him. to being a starting quarterback for a pretty solid football team that you and I are both high on this season. I am season, very high on. He, he gets to play football for a great program on the weekends, and then on the weekdays, just take whatever class, uh, you know, he, he decides on a whim. That's pretty sweet. I think that's pretty sweet, too. I agree. Good deal. Right. Um, uh, any other thoughts, Reed? Um, I don't know. I mean, we got to see the Indy 11 office today. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he had to go through um, there. I took, it, took him over there where they picked up some stuff. Yeah, uh, let me tell you, this is the biggest takeaway of the day. This is something that we forgot because it happened early on. Uh, Kevin Warren likes to be bold. He likes to be he bold. He is not afraid to be bold. He's not afraid say. to be bold. 
That's a reference That's, to old person ten. He probably was listening. He, Listen, he knew you were in the crowd. He knew I was in the crowd. He said, "You know what? I'll throw him a bone for all the first <laughs> for all the first and ten heads out there. I'm gonna throw him a bone. I'm gonna say, you know what? The Big Ten Conference, just like the first and ten podcast, is not afraid to be bold. I'm surprised and bold he didn't, they were. I'm surprised he never threw in a it's pain, but we look good while we're doing it, or a uh, that's a hot take. That is that a is scorching a scorching take. take. Uh, but or I thrive in surviving." Thriving, surviving, and watching Rutgers football. Classic. If you're listening to the CarCast episode, you probably know these references. But if you're, I mean, if you're not, those those are old first and ten references from old episodes from, from many, many years ago. But uh, I counted up the number of times in Kevin Warren's opening speech. Reed, can you go look at my tweet? And Yeah, let me open your Twitter.com. But I don't have Wi-Fi on my computer, dude. Oh, uh, well. We're in a car. Tough. Here, here's my. I Tough had a tweet McGee. of uh, how many times did Kevin Warren Just, say almost, a few? Almost 1,200 followers. I gotta get my. I've got a lot of acting. followers. I got like yeah. 200 followers. You're a freshman, together. dude. You'll, you'll yeah, pick up this. Uh, so I did a counter. From, we've got an off track. I did a counter of how many times did Kevin Warren say a few key phrases in his press conference. The terms were bold, student athlete, and change. There's a lot of changes in the Big Ten these days. I believe the numbers were eight times he said bold, ten times he said change, and 47 times he said student athlete. That is athlete. dead on. That you is, know your oh, stats. I, I, I do my homework. You know, when you you, you got to give that to the to the ESPN statistics department. You yeah, know, you I don't gave know. them the, uh, you know, you, you talked to Sean McDonough over the phone, gave him the whole Indiana's never played in Saturday Night Football. I did give him that um, stat, yeah. You know, and, and, and the ESPN stats team never caught that. I bet they didn't catch this either. Maybe not, yeah. Give, people, give old McDonough a call. Give old Mackie a call. I don't have his call. number. I, uh, what, you delete it or something? No, I How, had to. called you the ES, first time. ESPN day? called me on a, on like a private uh, line. Yeah. Okay, so they, they don't trust you. I got a call from Bristol. Nah. He was a nice guy, though. Do you not have his number from the from the book you got of the Football Writers Association or whatever it is? So. No. Gotta get that together. Gotta get that number. That was the weirdest left turn I've ever seen somebody make. Reminder, we're on the road. He didn't know. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on, Reed. <laughs> come on, read me. Oh, come on, read you. Come on. All right. Read. Uh, yeah, this is a fun day, though. Uh, we, a quick couple shout-outs, close-outs. Uh, shout-out to our friends from the Daily Northwestern, Gavin Dorsey and Bradley Locker. Got to meet those guys today. I already knew them from Twitter. Uh, they're poll voters. They're good dudes. Uh, they were obviously doing some Northwestern stuff. They were on the SMP Instagram story with uh, old RJM. Yes, they good were. Good guys. Class They were acts. cool. Yeah, we, we tried to catch dinner with them, but we were in the stadium a little longer than they were, uh, and they were starving, so they ended up going to a brewery downtown called Taxman, while two of us went to the iconic Steer and Diner. So uh, shout out to them. Wish we could have caught up a little more. Maybe I'll make a trip up to Evanston at some point and uh, catch them there if I happen to be in town. So, yeah, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to uh, guys from the Lantern at Ohio State. Jacob Bench. Jack Emerson's a graduate, but he was still there. Uh, yeah, Casey Smith, all those guys. They're cool, too. Reed's going to be very familiar with them. So, yeah, shout out to all of them. It's it's great to always meet people, new faces, old faces at Media Days. That's what the SMP does. You get to talk to these student journalists you probably wouldn't have known otherwise. Exactly. And, you know. Yeah, it's uh, it's as much of a network as it is a poll. Right. Um, my shout-out, I'll go shout-out of the day 
Let's go over Kim Jarrett because let me tell this you. This is another good one. Good this to talk is, about this. So, so what we're going to talk about with Kim Jarrett here is that you ask any coach or player specifically, you know, three players are going to be today. They're going to be team leaders, right? Um, they're going to be, you know, either your quarterback, your defensive leader, you know, to play like a linebacker or whatever, and then, sure. you know, maybe a star player. Either way, you're talking to these coaches and these team leaders who are nine times out of ten going to give you the same response to any type of question. You know, if you ask them, is there any game you're looking forward to in particular this season? Oh, we go week by week. Uh, we, you know, we don't Take look too far ahead. Take one week at a time. Right, yeah. you know, the only team we're worried about right now is insert team we're playing in week one. You get stuff like that, or you get, you know, I don't know. You get whatever. You get these same kind of answers. Oh, it's all about the team. It's all about the team we're playing next week. We don't worry about who we lost to last year. We don't worry about um, who our, uh, you know, big Saturday night football game or whatever is this year. We don't worry about. And some of that stuff is true, and some of it's not. Um, some of it is just the smart thing. I don't blame them for saying these cookie cutter things. Right. I understand yeah. Why they no, say it's, it's it's all PR is important. It's image control. Yeah. Right. You don't want to accidentally say something that's sure. gonna you know get you in trouble or whatever. But what I will say with Rakim Jarrett, this guy is probably he's probably my favorite player I've spoken to in uh, the press conference setting because he um, he keeps it real while also not like he says things that are professional and not going to harm the team's image and whatever while also not giving you the same cookie cutter stuff you hear every single time. I respected that. Yeah. He he's he He's he, an interesting chat. Right, exactly. He's he's not going to give you this very well-spoken guy. crap about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, about how all you know, we're just going to take it game by game whatever. The stuff you hear from everybody. He gives you something unique, something different, something truthful, and you can tell it's truthful. But again, like I said, he's not going out here saying, "Oh, we suck," uh, whatever or Oh, you know this this team that you know you're asking about. They suck. We're gonna kill them. It's none of this. It's like right. It's, it's, he's giving you know these meaningful contributions, um, and uh, just overall good guy. He seems to really um, appreciate the media, or at least respect the media. Um, and there weren't a ton of people at his table too, right? Because it's Mar- I mean Maryland doesn't send a lot of media. I don't think that's gonna shock right. anybody that nobody's gonna travel halfway across the country for Maryland football. And let me say another thing I like about Jarrett. Um, and some of these, I got these from his responses to these questions. He is a terrapin through and through because, you know, he was, some people were asking him, you know, why he chose Maryland um, as opposed to some of these other schools he was recruited by. And at the end of the day. He was originally committed to LSU. Right. Yeah, you know, he, five he, star. He, he's, he's multi- been talking on the podcast for, since he was a recruit, he flipped. Right. He, you know he, he has a, really is. Yeah. I remember, I remember where I was when he flipped. I was uh, eating lunch at Satco in Nashville, San Antonio Taco Company. Shout out to those guys. But anyway. <laughs> I think I texted you about it. I'm like, Kim Jarrett flipped to Maryland. Right, I saw it on huge. at Elite College Football on Instagram. This is going to change their, but, uh, this is gonna uh, change their program. And yeah. I think to an extent it has. A little bit, yeah. This is a make or break year for Maryland. Right. But anyway. This can really be something if, so, if they get it together. So back to the Jarrett thing. He, um, so he's a terrapin through and through. His, he had a two, uh, two-way answer to the question, basically, why did you pick Maryland? One of them is, you know, he's from Maryland, local guy, whatever. But this is one I liked a lot, and it was in response to a question about Ohio State in particular, because that was one of the schools among Oklahoma, LSU, et cetera, who was recruiting him. He was saying, look, if I go to Ohio State, I'm just going to be one of, I'm just going to be one of the five You're one stars. of them once. Right, and he's saying, and he You're was, just one of them once. You're just a guy. But this is what I'm saying about him, is he's not sitting here bashing Ohio State. He's like, look, I got a whole lot of respect for the wide receiver, uh, you know, program they're building there, mm-hmm. and a lot of respect for Brian, he mentioned Brian Hartline specifically. He has lots of respect for them, but he's like, look, it just wasn't for me. And what I loved in this answer, really, I don't, I don't know if I'd say it makes you want to run through a brick wall, Wait, but it just I makes you, it. it makes you, but it makes you like, yes, when he said, you know, if I go to Ohio State, I'm just going to be, 
you know, another five-star, another first-round draft pick, whatever, and then there'll be another one after me. If I go to Maryland and I'm a five-star and I'm a first-round draft pick, whatever, then I'm a legend forever. You're a legend and you can you can be a program changer. And I'm like, that's, that's – I'm like, I want this guy on my team. This guy is – like, if I'm a coach, this You're is the NFL attitude you look for. Scout. yeah. Right, it's like exactly. this guy, he, he, he understands counts. the value of character and uh-huh. – being a you know a team player while also understanding you know taking steps of what's right for him as as an individual and understanding his value and his worth, um, you know really great stuff from Kim Jarrett. Somebody else asked him, uh, you know NFL players he uh, looks up to. He's like, come on man, Stephon Diggs. I'm a Terrapin guy. Um, yeah, he, this, he this is a guy who's really to his team. Like he's a Maryland you, Terrapin. If you, you know. did a blood sample on him, he'd be 50% Old Bay. <laughs> Seriously, but yeah, I mean. Um, he, like this is what I'm saying about you know he's he's not sitting here saying oh Ohio State is you know they're they're bad and it's not what but he's you know people were another another question was you know they were talking about the uh, wide receiver duo at Maryland this season there was a, a comparison made to Olave and Wilson he was like look those guys they did they did great work at Ohio State but we have our own standards at Maryland we're not trying to compare ourselves to another program this is just you know we do what we do at Maryland they do what they do at Ohio State and. We, we all do what we need to do. And I'm like, exactly. you know, this is, he's not giving you some cookie cutter crap like, oh, well, um, you know, th- that's, a, that's a great um, wide receiver pairing. And I also think that we have a good wide receiver pairing. And um, best of luck to those guys in the NFL, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not this, you know, repeated, recycled stuff you hear all the time. So respect to Rakim Jarrett. This guy knows how to do a press conference. People should take notes. He knows ball. He does know ball. He absolutely knows ball. I was impressed by him. I was very impressed by him. I've been impressed by him on the field. Like I said, since he was a high schooler. But you know, as you know, you—that's the beautiful thing I think about media is—is is you really get to talk with these guys in a setting that even in a regular press conference during the season you don't really get because uh, it, it's very relaxed. There's no, there's not the stakes of a game on the line. Right. Yet. It's July, and you're not going to get people who are, you know. Emotions high after a tough loss uh-huh. or whatever. Your nerves about a big game right. two days away yeah. on Thursday. It's it's very relaxed, and I like that. And the players, I think, like it. It's a good time. The players have this whole lounge in the back that we don't get to use. They've got air hockey tables and mini oh, basketball and arcade cabinets. Yeah, they've got a whole thing. It's catered. It's yeah. It's a pretty sweet deal for the players. Um, they get to go on TV and, and wear cool suits, and you know, it, it's fun. I think, and I imagine I think for everybody, it's a good time. And I imagine as a player, you know, there's only three guys get selected. It's probably pretty sweet as a player. But like, it's an honor. Uh, you know, I, I'm representing the team out here. Uh-huh. I would love to be a player who's selected for these kind of things. When I was, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, not trying to compare my high school hockey to Division One, FBS, oh my gosh, uh, college football, Power Five, but Big Ten. <laughs> but I will say, um, you know, when I played high school hockey, it was my <laughs> freshman and sophomore year. There was this media company that would cover games every now and then they didn't really do it as much later on because I think one of the re- the reporter who mainly did it um, went to college and you know but they would after the game this this one reporter would talk you know she'd do a little five minute interview with like whoever the player of the game was um, for the winning team and it was pretty cool we, we all on our team kind of wanted to be the one who was chosen there and of course we didn't get them to come to many of our games because we were not very good but right. a few games they were there <laughs> you know it was kind of like oh man it'd be awesome if they talked to me and I would, uh, you know, I would, I would recite what I would say in my interview before. Uh-huh. And of course, I never got the interview. I'm not, uh-huh. a, I'm not a hockey all star or anything. Um, 
But you know, put that on a shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, you know, I gotta imagine that I, I I always loved the concept of representing my team and you know talking to the media, being a you know a face of right. You know, yeah, a representative. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's every single coach said that. Like these players are not just you know you don't just pick your best players. You pick guys who are representations of your program and right. are ambassadors for your program because this is a national stage. You you want guys to say. Hey, these right guys are going things. on TV. They're going to the BTN desk, and they're talking it's with. It's more a PR event than it is a football event. And yeah. That's not a bad thing. I think it's an important thing, and it's a cool thing. It's a fun thing, and you know, it's it's just about picking the right players who, who are going to fit that. And I think, uh, I think every school does a good job. All the players I talked to were very well spoken, and uh, were a pleasure to talk to. So, yeah, good time. Yeah, it was definitely a good time. Um, you know, uh, it was cool just to see some of these figures that. Of course, you had seen some. You went to media days last year. Sure. You've seen some of these guys. You know, I've never been um, ten yards away from Jim Harbaugh or PJ Fleck or Taiwan Mullen or any of these guys. You know, you see on TV um, some of these bigger names. It, it was, it was like I said, it's a real experience for me, and I think it's a good thing that Ohio State is tomorrow and not today. Just so, so that, I felt last year, Indiana was on day two because you know, first day is kind of me like learning the rules, and this is my first really taste of Big Ten media. I haven't. You know, we never covered a game. Right. Yeah. So this it's is a big deal. Read, okay. To the people who don't know, Reed J. Murray's a big freaking deal. I'm just gonna say it. You're not gonna say it for yourself. I'm talking. not. No, I'm not going. I'm to, gonna say but, it for you. But um, <laughs> but you know, to to get that sense of oh wow, this is you know this is PJ Fleck right here. To get that wow or you know oh wow, I'm on the field at Lucas Oil Stadium. To get that out of me before you know I'm really gonna get down down to business tomorrow. I think was good uh, for me and so. Right. You know, I, th- I think it's it's fortunate for me the way the schedules turned out that's awesome no i i was i, I would i would be a liar if i did i didn't say that on occasion when a press conference is going on or something i would veer my head to the side and just see the look on reed's face and uh and it, it was cool it was it, he was so enthralled it was, i mean i was like i was like dude that's joel Clyde over there he and, uh yeah. I, I don't think i've ever seen such, such a look of joy on his face it was it looked really? like a kid on christmas you were just really? yeah and you were enthralled in it, man. You were so into it. It was, uh, it was cool. And I mean, it's a very incredible event. It's, uh, it's very personal. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen you get that into it before. It was. Uh, right, it was gonna get the nerves up. My first question was a little bit more word salad than. Yeah, you know, I, but, I told you that. But after. but it got it, you got no cancer. Right. You, yeah. You, you, like, you live and learn. Whatever. Right. Well, no. Come back not getting the nerves out. Is. I was the same way. It's not like Taiwan Mullen's gonna say. Who the hell is this joker? Get out of the stadium. Like, <laughs> well, number one, Tywin Mullen would never because he's that nice of a guy, but no player would. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it uh, it was a good Mike, time. Mike Krzyzewski would. He would say, what's your major? What's your major? <laughs> what's your major at Ohio State? Jake Piazza, he was the what's your major kid. Good guy. Uh, all right, friends. We're back home. Uh, I don't think I have any more thoughts on day one. Maybe we'll do this again tomorrow. We'll see. Let us know. Uh, yeah, if you like Whether the car it's cast, in, a, in a tweet, Instagram comment, email, letter, podcast comment, uh, mail, message by pigeon, uh, let us know if you like a the review car on cast. iTunes, we'll, we'll please consider uh, doing it again. Maybe. maybe, yeah, we'll see. I think it was a good time. I certainly had a good time as I'm I back the time. up and try and adjust my parking. Thirty-one minutes we spent in this car. Yikes! And we're parked. I took a little bit of a long way home, so got to get all our thoughts out, and we did. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the First and Ten Park Podcast. CarCast edition, and we will see you next time. Bye.